Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The energy and passion he brings to the game is something I think that's contagious. Intercepted by Lorenzo Alexander. Now he laterals to Akeem Talese. When you talk about a great pro that you wish every one of your players would emulate. One of those guys, he's like a lunch bell guy. That blue collar appeals to coming to work. He's going to outwork you every single play. 15-year NFL veteran Lorenzo Alexander joins Wolf and Luke to give us the lowdown on the Cardinals and the NFL. All right, football season is over. Wolf and I came to that realization around 1 o'clock yesterday, but it doesn't have to feel like it yet, Wolf. <laughs> Lorenzo Alexander is here. We can extend the season by a little bit. So what's going on, man? I'm doing great. Uh, back in town, getting back into my routine. I was actually out all last week, Tuesday, got back yesterday. Um, I work with the Legends community, helping guys transition. And so we had to go out there, play some golf, hung out with some guys, got to meet some guys, did some trainings. And so it was a really cool experience for me. Felt like, you know, three months, you know, being in Vegas. <laughs> and typically, I'm an in and out guy when, yeah. I, when I'm dealing with Vegas, but it's always good with the, the reunions that you get to have as far as guys that you play with and you just you just it just reminds me of just how cool that group is and I'm always humbled you know when I see guys and the impact that I had on that I was unaware of and and that's yeah. really just Christ Whoa. living through me impacting guys but God, Amen, I just bro. really appreciate what you said I'm like I don't even remember <laughs> saying that right and so it just always is a good reminder of one to dive in, making sure that I'm I'm walking the, the walk, right? Mm-hmm. Following Christ's heart, because you're always going to have these opportunities to impact people, right? And you want to make sure you're doing it the most effective way. And so I'm just always constantly reminded that when I have these conversations and seeing where guys are at. You know, it's, it's amazing. Cool. You reflect his light to those around you. Right, and yeah. And that's something you do on a regular basis. No, I appreciate that. So overall, great week. My daughter got to play in a little flag game down there too, which was cool. Uh, and so, and then it was obviously um, ended off with a great game. I mean, being able to sit in the stands and watch it, um, you know, it's, it's that's probably, I think I shared this yesterday on air with the, with the morning show. That game is probably the only game that still I have anxiety around or f- emotional feelings around because I never played in one. And, yeah. it's, and it's something that I can mm. never... I can never achieve now that I'm done, right? Um, you know, I did everything else in regular season, playing the playoff game, but that one in itself where I never got to do that, I still have a little bit of like, man, do I really want to be here right now? <laughs> so how many, how, how many playoff games did you play in? Can I ask well, you? Well, I've that? never won one. I think I was in like three or four. See, I... I, I Never right. was in a playoff. Yeah, game. see, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't just take sit it there for and granted. I marvel. Right. Yeah, I marvel at that. What was that like? Right. You know, maybe <laughs> there was an intensity level. You know what the intensity yeah, level is right. in preseason. And then yeah. you know what it's like in the regular season. And then you know what it's like when it gets near the end of the regular season. I mean, there's there's a different level levels, of intensity. Levels. And I always sure. wondered what was it what was it like to be in a playoff game to go out there and know, oh man, you know right. never did it. Wolf in a playoff game would be like. Never I feel like you, you would get you would get some I, sort of penalty before the kickoff, <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Okay, now now Wolf's good." Yeah, I I don't know. Never did it. That one that. So I know how you feel yeah. when you're talking about right. That. Uh, okay, now you both know how I feel when I watch a preseason. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the way that game built, and I and I rewatched it uh, yesterday, but. Just, you know, the first quarter was like, okay, it's kind of quiet, but you could tell something was coming. And the was it quiet? Quarter, People keep saying that. 
What? I mean, quiet offensively. I mean, defensively, the guys was out there hunting it up. I loved it. I mean, I'm with you. I just like to watch good football. People keep saying they want to see a thousand points scored. But me and Wolf said it was going to be a low scoring game. You said 2017. Yeah, I was close. And then somebody asked me that morning. I said, uh, probably 24 21. Which is, you know, that's almost what it actually (laughs) was. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, just points (laughs) off. But I I knew these defenses were going to come out, right? When you have a week off sometimes for offense, you kind of lose that rhythm. But when you come out with all the emotion from a defensive standpoint, right, we saw the 49ers defensive line really stand up because they didn't blitz uh, Mahomes really at all. Um, and those guys was all over the place. They had a high, you know, pressure, had some sacks, and they were able to stop the run. Uh, so it was it was just a good game. I mean, this guy's flying around. I hate that, uh, who was it, Greenlaw? Yeah, that was, oh, you know, that was a, that was a oh, huge, because it, oh. it was some plays in that game where his replacement, I, and I, I'm, I'm guessing he was younger, just not having a lot of experience, where he would have made a difference. Yeah. And that came out to be a big, you know, I think, factor and them not being able to position themselves amongst some other things uh, where they wanted to be. Well, they were making it. They were stopping Kansas City until he got hurt, and then they weren't. I know it's not quite that simple, but it's like that's – I'd almost rather not play in the Super Bowl than tear my Achilles running out onto the field. That's that's rough. Yeah, I think, you know, um, you got Dre Greenlaw, of course, and Fred Warner, both those guys. Um, a lot of the task of covering Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. in that first half. That's they what they were down doing. Right. They were doing a really good job in that first half, and then it just got sideways. But I'm with you on this. This was a contested game. Right. This was a competitive game. The struggle was real, mm-hmm. and I love that. To me, that's what football should be. Right. It's hard. It is. And it should be hard to play the game. And it should be hard to actually. I love when you've got a game that is a a defensive minded game because to me, every play, it brings special teams into play like no other game. Mm -hmm. Every play, every punt is critical, right? Right. Yeah. Every extra point is critical. critical. Yeah. Yeah. Played a significant part in the game, right? Instead of having just kicking a field goal instead of a touchdown. Um, you know, I, I love Ray Ray. And so in the game, and I didn't notice until I just talked to, I was um, having breakfast with somebody because we couldn't, they didn't show the replay. I was like, Ray Ray, what are you doing? I played with him in Buffalo. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, and that Ray dude, Ray I mean, McLeod. Yeah, the yeah. punt return, like he's six or seven years in the league now. I know he's a vet. What was he doing? But it hit somebody else's yes! foot. Yeah. And he was That's... able, he had to wear all the seed and was trying to make a play. Um, and so, you know, just things like that that happen throughout the game that really changes the complexity of because they scored a touchdown right the next play, right after that, right? So, um, yeah, it was just that unfortunate. Was I'm a, I grew up a Niners fan. I grew up in the Bay Area, Oakland. Raiders were in L.A., so I don't have any allegiance to them, even though I played for them. Um, and so I was rooting for the Niners to come out and win this one, especially for all my family members that are, are Niners fans. Yeah, and it's funny you say that about that punt, too, because I think everybody had the initial reaction, and then you saw it. We got to see replay. Right, it was yeah. like, oh, okay. Because, yeah, he's been around. It's like, why would he just do that? And then as it turns out he's trying to make the right play. But, you know, to your point, Kansas City doesn't mess around. It's not like, no. okay, we got the ball. Let's try some things as we're going for the end zone the very next play. Right. And, and that's what they're known for. They're very aggressive. And that got them, you know, really in the rhythm, I thought. Um, and it just shows you once again that you cannot allow greatness to linger. You have to extinguish <laughs> it as soon as possible <laughs> and give them no shot. Yep. to go out there and make a play, right, and Pat Mahomes and what he was able to do and um, in that fourth quarter to close the game out um, was just amazing to be able to kind of turn it on like that because he wasn't 
that good in the first half. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what I mean? That's what I was saying, which is the way it built. It's like the first half made you appreciate what Mahomes did in the second half because you saw like how difficult it was in the first half. Uh, there's a lot more to get into with this game, obviously. Arizona Sports and Copper Blues Desert Ridge is giving you the perfect Valentine's Day combo. Wings and Roses. Order wings tonight from 6 to 7.30 p.m. and get a dozen roses courtesy of Cactus Flower while supplies last. Limit one per customer and dine-in only. Head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com for complete details. When we come back... The fallout continues surrounding the Super Bowl overtime rules and how San Francisco navigated them. What did Zoe think? The lowdown's going to continue. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports. Here we go, 15-year NFL veteran, Lorenzo Alexander, joins Wolf and Luke. A guy who epitomizes class, integrity, and is a true gentleman. The lowdown. All right, welcome back to the show. Lorenzo Alexander is here for the lowdown. It is Wolf and Luke on a Tuesday following the Super Bowl. I'm going to play this cut from Kyle Shanahan because, you know, he's been taking a little bit of heat for how he handled overtime. And then the story came out that some of his players didn't know the rules. And then, of course, the Chiefs were like, oh, we've been practicing the rules for four weeks. We knew exactly what we were going to do. Here's what Kyle Shanahan said as far as taking the ball when they won the coin toss in overtime. That's just something we talked about. None of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys. And we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. The both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win. And got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold him to at least a field goal. And if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. All right, so I, it, if I'm playing against the Chiefs, I'm kicking because I want I don't want Mahomes to know exactly what he needs to do, and I, I just don't want Mahomes to ever have the ball last. But what Kyle Shanahan said right there, we were kind of talking about this yesterday. That logic's not like ridiculous. You just you have to score a touchdown, right. though. Yeah, you do have to score a touchdown for the most part. I mean, and their defense overall, I think, played and played well and at times stopped them. But we also got to understand, right, things don't happen in a vacuum. And even though that's what we would like to do, Pat Mahomes had just driven the field on them. Yeah. Right? And so you are exhausted. You can say whatever you want to say. I guess just give up the, the touchdown. But that's more like a defeatist mindset. Like, we're tired. Let's give him a, he's going to get a touchdown. At least we get the ball back, and now we know we need to get a touchdown and maybe score, right? That's not how you compete, right? You want to compete to your your best ability. And so for my sake, when, you, when their defense is blow like that, all right, offense, you guys have been rolling. You guys have had the opportunity to come out throughout the entire season and show how well you execute on opening drives, essentially, right? And that overtime is, an, is another opening drive, even though it's not like a stop or play like you would get in halftime or in the beginning of a game. But they're known for going down and scoring. They got a field goal out of it instead of a touchdown. And then it gives my defense to rest so that they can come out and hunt up. The last thing I ever want to do is be on the field and not have the opportunity to be rested and go full full go. And after a drive like that, where you're already exhausted, now you want me to go back out here and compete against the best like and stopping. Later, yeah, right. That's just not ideal in my mind. So I think there was many factors that went into that discussion. Um, you know, to the point of you know what the the, the rules are. I don't know how you don't know what the rules are at this point. <laughs> I can understand why they may Talking not have, about a play. Right? Yeah, I, I can understand why you may not practice it like. Like um, the Chiefs did because they've been they they've been in those situations in playoff games, right? When we think about the Bills going to overtime, yeah, and so they've been around it, so they know, hey, I've we've been in this situation, so next time it comes up, let's make sure that we practice it, especially when we get to these playoff games and making sure everybody's in the know. Because sometimes you you don't know until you realize 
you don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure Coach Bowl. will grow from it, right? <laughs> yeah. It just happened to be at the worst time. Um, but it's happened before where all players don't know. It's just, you know, it's just, I don't know if I would share that information yeah. <laughs> after I lost in the yeah. game. Like, <laughs> I really didn't know what the rule yeah. is. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're looking at him like, yeah, uh, exactly. You I, just, I thought, yeah. I just real quick, Wolf, I just yeah. I thought Shanahan took a lot of heat for that. Like, oh, yeah. you're going to let Mahomes have the ball last. He was trying to have the ball last. He was just thinking the third drive, and it never made it to a third drive. So I at least understand yeah. what he was doing. Uh, yeah, I, I I really, to me, I think it's just more advantageous. I, I think, this is just me, that it's more advantageous to know what it is you need to do to win. Yeah, And, and that. that, to me, is something that, um, especially when you got a Pat Mahomes, um, that is a dangerous proposition right here. I also thought maybe there was a, a, a little bit of a tactic from Kyle Shanahan in regard to protecting Brock Purdy with some of the pressure that was out there, as opposed to him taking the ball second when you know what it is you need to go out and do. Right. Maybe that pressure, it, let's say Kansas City scores a touchdown. Now all of a sudden Brock Purdy has got to take them down the field to score a touchdown to tie the game back up. I was just wondering if maybe he didn't really say what it was, one of the reasons why they went ahead and took the ball first, but maybe he thought it was less pressure on Brock Purdy at first. I guess that goes through my... It's just hard for me to think. And, and I guess coaches are out of it, right? I mean, maybe they're emotionally disconnected from it. But as a player... I've played four quarters at a pretty high level, right? Not a game manager level because he was out there making some plays that I'm going to say, well, I don't know if Brock is ready for this situation. Yeah. He's going to put all this pressure on him. I mean, I, we practice all week. He showed me that he can play at this level. Obviously, they've done some, they made some adjustments in the second half um, that hurt that offense altogether. But I don't know if that went through his mind as far as I don't want to put that on Brock's shoulders. I, I really just think it was the best for the team, and that really wasn't an aspect of it. Because you, you trust your guys yeah, at that but it, point. But I, I know, but it doesn't really make sense then. It I, does if you were blown. Like, you just went. Gonna, how, how many plays was that drive? Anybody? I don't know. I just know uh, they were tired. It was about two minutes. Yeah, no, I mean, they marched right down the field on him. Yeah, I, it's it, what you're saying. Really, what both of you are saying makes sense. And honestly, I feel like what Kyle Shanahan's saying makes sense. The only too, thing I don't Patrick understand is, is the fact that players didn't know what the rules were. That That's the only thing I don't. And, and honestly. And they put it up on the board. And too. they said <laughs> it. Yeah, here, I mean, I got a couple of them. Here's, yeah. here's Eric Armstead after the game. I didn't even know about the new overtime, uh, playoff overtime rule. So it was a surprise to me. And there's Kyle Juszczyk. You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really I don't totally know the strategy there. <laughs> and maybe he's trying no. to cover up. No, we haven't talked about it. No. Uh, Man, there, oh. there was somebody who said, like, I, I think it was Armstead actually later, was like, yeah, I was reading him off the board as we were getting ready. Like, that's, that's, that's one way to do it. That's a fullback. And too, those guys, been in, the league. Those guys been in the league for a while, though. Yeah. Yeah. So but you a fullback the is one of the brightest guys on the field, as you know. Yeah, maybe. You got to know everything. Yeah. Like <laughs> it goes the quarterback, and then it's the fullback, and then the center. Well, not okay? in this case, apparently. Apparently. I mean, how was the question asked? Was it like, hey, do you guys think Kyle made the right choice in 
going, keeping the ball? Because at that point, veteran guy, like, hey, well, I, I'm not really <laughs> sure what the rules are. I just thought we wanted to get the ball and score, right? Trying to cover for their coach, and it comes across to us like they don't know the rules. So I was yeah. like, how was that question asked? That's fair. Because that could be something. And plus, those guys did play in the era, because this rule is new. What is it, two years yeah. old? Yeah. yeah. Right? So you, in, in the heat of the thing, you, you kind of almost revert to what I know, right? <laughs> and it's, that's something new. What do I know? I'm battling all day. I'm going, sometimes the heat of the battle, you kind of revert to what you've known that's been truth for longer than two years. So I think that probably played into it more so than them not actually knowing what the rule was. It, it does. You know, the NFL's, you know, I understand. They're trying to get the best possible scenario, right? This is because of that Chiefs-Bills yeah. game. So I understand what they're trying to do, and I think they've kind of done it. I mean, I don't mind the rule, but they mm-hmm. probably are at a point now where they just need to, like, stay with it. They can't keep changing this every couple of years and then being surprised that players didn't know all the little intricacies of the Are they talking about the changing it? No, no. But oh. I'm just saying it feels like they yeah, have yeah. switched around overtime stuff quite a bit in, like, the last 10 years. And there's Chris Jones afterwards just piling on the Niners. What's in your mind when they say they want this ball to start all the time? They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because the overtime rules has changed where both teams get the ball no matter who scores. So, you know, uh, originally you want to let you want to let the other team get the ball, stop them holding the three so you know where you got. Or if you stop them they punt it, then all you have to do is kick three. That's probably not helping Kyle Shane. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> But, you know, again, that to me is the logic of of going ahead and actually taking the ball second. You know, defer it. But in the vacuum, the defense was tired. The dogs is on the sideline getting oxygen. Hey, go back out there, stop him. Right? Because you're not going out there, well, just... Uh, you guys are tired. It's probably going to score. So at least we know we got to score a touchdown. Nah, I'm trying to go out there and compete. So I think some of that plays into it as well. Like we, I mean, we can't, we can't get on it without adding in all those factors. Yes, in a vacuum, statistically, what I would like to do is, yeah, let me give you the ball. Potentially, I can stop you. Then I know mm-hmm. if I need three touchdown, if I want to go for two. Yes, but in the scheme of everything else that's going on, we got to account for some of those things as well. Yeah, you don't get a 45-minute Usher performance again at halftime. Nah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just doesn't going. happen. Uh, and you never really play three straight quarters without a break anyway, and we saw them do that on Sunday, right, after the uh, after halftime. Um, all right, we come back. Are we ever going to see another player quite like Patrick Mahomes? We'll get into everything he pulled off on Sunday. The lowdown continues next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. The energy and passion he brings to the game is something I think that's contagious. Intercepted by Lorenzo Alexander. Now he laterals to a keep to lead. You talk about a great pro that you wish every one of your players would emulate. One of those guys, he's like a lunch bell guy. That blue collar appeals to coming to work. He's going to outwork you every single play. 15-year NFL veteran Lorenzo Alexander joins Wolf and Luke to give us the lowdown on the Cardinals and the NFL. Hour number two of the show live from the Auction Community Studios. Lorenzo Alexander is here for the lowdown. So we've gone through all these different scenarios for overtime, you know, all these different things that happened throughout the game on Sunday, but, you know... <laughs> 
Everything gets thrown off when you have a Patrick Mahomes involved in the game, too. There's Brock Purdy, I thought, played a pretty good game, especially considering it was his first Super Bowl, and he's only been in the league for like a year and a half. But it just wasn't perfect, and so that right. wasn't good enough because of Mahomes. Yeah, and that's what it came down to. And I think the defense in the second half, obviously changing their tactics, lighting him up a little bit more, getting the ball out of his hands because they was able to protect him pretty good in the first half where he was able to sit back, find guys open down the field. And um, Spags just started lighting him up and making him feel like he had to get the ball out. And they came up with some big plays, some some timely plays. You know, we think about might have been third down blitz, nickel blitz. You know, that, that these guys really well like, man, what's going on? Oh, here it goes, right? And gets a PBU, and I believe that led to a field goal in that particular instance. So um, they just did really well in the second half in the, in, in the Chiefs' defense as far as stepping up, finding the plays that needed to be made. And I think a lot of that just came with that, those halftime adjustments and really settling in as far as what did they want to do. Yeah, you know, it was so interesting, too, to see the 49ers come out. And I know you saw this, the line of scrimmage. They controlled the line of scrimmage mm. on both sides of the ball right. offensively and defensively, especially in that first quarter. They came out and Pat Mahomes was struggling. When you saw Pat Mahomes struggling and you saw the 49ers dominating the line of scrimmage, you were like, oh, man, right. I know this is a long game right here, but yeah. this, this this is not a bad combination that's happening if you're a 49ers fan, right? Right now, in the first quarter alone, they had seven first downs to the Chiefs' one. Right, yeah. 125 yards to 16. Right. They had the ball for 10 minutes and 26. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. This is the perfect start for the 49ers. One problem. (laughs) Zero zero yep. at the end of the first quarter. Right, right. And mainly zero, was that, zero. that uh, fumble by CMC, right? You know, who going never in, fumbles. right? Who never fumbles, yeah. right? But not playing a game in a week, you know, coming out there, juices flying, and, you know, something got loose. A, a guy on the Chiefs made a play getting the ball out. And then you, all that, which you just mentioned, right? F- for nothing, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's a big shift. Again, when you're playing greatness, Right, you got you got to extinguish it as, as fast as you can, and not scoring points allow Pat Mahomes and that Kansas City Chiefs offense to kind of figure things out. Yeah. It gave them time uh, to kind of get things righted because this game could have got out of control a little bit earlier, but they stepped up and made plays when they needed to. It felt like at halftime it should have been closer to that Tampa Bay Kansas City Super Bowl where the where the Buccaneers just where defense was great. I think they won like thirty two to nine or something, but. It was 10 to 3, and everybody was looking around for the same reaction, right? Of like, okay, that's the Niners just threw a lot at him, and they're still right back in this game. Uh, here's Andy Reid after the game. I think you guys can appreciate him. You get to see him, uh, what he is. I mean, there's no facade there. He's uh, He comes to work every day, uh, humble, wanting to be great, challenges the guys around him to be great every play, never flinches. You drop the ball, we'll get the next one. Or listen, I need you in this spot right here. It's not like chewing them out or any of that bit. And likewise with the penalties. Okay, well let's keep our hands tighter. Let's not grab. So you know, but he's that's the way he operates. A pleasure to coach. Absolute pleasure to coach. The other thing, uh, and I don't know, this has probably been going on the whole time, but I just noticed it more this season, Zoe, is, is he would throw a pass to somebody who would drop it, or he'd throw a pass to somebody who would make like a weird play. Like I think it was MVS that caught the pass and ran backwards like seven yards. <laughs> but he just goes right back to him. You know what I right. mean? He, he, sometimes he'll react with like the hands on the helmet, but he doesn't like just shut the guy out because he knows he needs him, and he just goes right back to him the next play. 
Yeah, and he did that, you know, really all year, protecting him all year, even with his words post-game. I need to be better. I got to put the ball in better areas. And guys dropped the ball this game. I mean, even Kelsey. I mean, yeah. right? There there were some, 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 some instances there where even the star players weren't showing up. But he doesn't allow those things to really impact him because he trusts those guys because those guys have made plays where other guys tend to kind of get in their head a little bit. Pat Mahomes stays cool and calm, and that allows him to still thrive in these high-pressure moments. Um, and that's that's typically what separates you from right being a good preseason player, regular season player, playoffs, and then Super Bowl is how you manage those nerves and expectations in the face of adversity when things that are out of your control go wrong. Um, and he does he does a great job, probably better than anybody currently in the league outside of Tom Brady at managing those things. You know what's amazing about it, too? Pat Mahomes is one of these guys right now where you knew once once this game went into overtime and the 49ers actually put three points up on the board, you were like, this game's over. Did you not feel that way? Like, oh my goodness, this is, okay, here we go. It's Pat Mahomes and it's a four-down territory all the way down the field. Here we go. For you know, you were just thinking to yourself, man, this one and the, the 49ers to their credit, to force a field goal in that situation to tie it up. But it, it speaks to Pat Mahomes and how great Pat Mahomes is. And you know what's cool about that? If we were feeling that way, I'm sure his teammates were probably feeling oh, the yeah. exact same way. Yeah, I mean that that could have a different team could have fallen apart over the course of the season, right? Because the Chiefs had expectations, and they right. didn't look right for a good chunk of the season. But the second the playoffs started, you could you could see even see it in the Miami game. Like, Miami looked like they were cold, and the Chiefs looked mm. like it was a playoff game, and they had to start going. Right. I, I, I guess you got to, you know, uh, pull words from the old, great Aaron Rodgers. R-E-L-A-A-L-A-X. Relax, right? Got to just relax. We got this, baby. Don't worry. Relax. We're going to be okay. Oh, my God. Okay, right? You know, Cal Great, right? Philosopher. Cal Great and Sometimes, right, you just got to relax. You know, we get all antsy about stuff that doesn't really matter when those guys in that locker room really understand what's going on and, and who they are. And when you got a guy... Of Pat Mahomes' stature and his ability, and 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 again, the guys around him respect him and love him and his leadership. You know, you knew they were always going to be there. It was just about you know coming out and showing out, and, and those guys stepped up and performed for him. Yeah, could you actually relax on a football field? Could you? I mean, could I relax? Yeah, I I, <laughs> I mean, I know there are guys who say that all the time. Relax, you know, re, I. I there was no relaxation How are you whatsoever. To relax as a defensive player. Ever you don't want to relax for a guy do you? like me. Relax. I'm 220 right. pounds, bro, and I'm playing fullback. Where every fullback was 250 pounds. Just imagine somebody on the I, field telling Wolf to I'm relax. Just saying, relax. Oh, that would go over. Relax. Just chill out, man. And it's it's more about carrying the anxiety of of a, of a bad play with you versus. Relaxing, yeah. right? You, yeah, you can't relax. You got to be able to flush and move yeah. on. Hey, chill out, man. What you worried? Man, relax. We got this, right? We got four more quarters, right? You know, when a guy throws an interception in the first or you miss a miss a block or whatever may happen and everybody's got their panties in a bunch on the sideline, like, what's going on? You're playing so tight, man. Relax. <laughs> we got four more quarters, got multiple more plays to go out here 
and change things around to go out here and make plays. So I think that's what it's more about than actually relaxing when you're playing. Uh, even when Mahomes threw that interception, which you never see, was it like 218 straight playoff passes without a pick? Yes. He threw it. It just nothing changed. <laughs> same demeanor, right, same yeah. everything. Walked off, jogged off, real cool. It was interesting man. to hear Andy Reid talk about humility, what a humble guy he is. And humility is a, such a great characteristic. If you're going to be a professional athlete and you're going to try to compete because it allows you to see yourself with all your flaws. Yeah. Right? And it actually encourages you to move ahead and actually, hey, listen, admit where you're wrong, accept it, and move on. Right. Yeah. And it allows you to be coached. Right, because some guys yes. who lack that, yes. man, what? Do you, get away from me, man! I'm good. It's yeah. them. It's them, not me. It's them. Right? When you have that type of demeanor, to your point, Wolf. Right? You miss out on yep. some words that could really help you for that next play that you need to make. Uh, we come back. There are people saying the 49ers window is already closing after another Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. We'll get into all that next. The lowdown continues. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports. Fifteen-year NFL veteran Lorenzo Alexander joins Wolf and Luke. A guy who epitomizes class, integrity, and is a true gentleman. The lowdown. All right, there's a story up on ESPN in the aftermath of the Super Bowl win for the Chiefs, or I guess in this case, the loss for the Niners. It says 49ers title window shrinks after Super Bowl loss against the Chiefs. And then I've actually seen it worded a couple ways where it was like, hey, is the Niners window closed? Um, I'll just say this, first of all, because I, I, I know that a lot of the focus on the story is Kyle Shanahan and how he's been there with a chance to win, what, three Super Bowls? And he's lost all three, two as a head coach. He's lost to Brady, Mahomes, and Mahomes. I mean, he might just have bad timing, too. It's not like he... I don't know that I would necessarily look at Kyle Shanahan and be like, oh, he can't coach in a big game. I thought the Niners played and were coached pretty well on Sunday. I, I, it's not one of those games you look at and you're like, oh, they, they just completely threw the game away. I thought they did a pretty decent job. They just ran into Mahomes. Yeah, then... And a couple of plays that went against them that really hurt them in certain situations. You know, the CMC fumble, and obviously their defense created turnovers, but you, from an offensive perspective, you're trying not to give Pat Mahomes additional uh, ball possession. Same thing when he played Atlanta that yeah. one year, right? They they were up, and then the defense for the, um, the who was it? Who was it? The Patriots. Patriots went off, right, and gave Brady more opportunities to score the football. So um, even in this one, when you look at it, it – came down to, I mean, it's nothing that Kyle Shannon can do to tell CMC to hold on to the ball right there. No. Nothing that on that punt return, right, that you're fighting tooth and nail trying to block this guy to give Ray Ray an opportunity, the punt return, an opportunity to return the ball that it hits your foot. I mean, there's nothing you can coach that outside of maybe get away quicker, hearing better, the green law see it injury earlier, too. right, yeah. the green law injury. There's things that happen <laughs> that you can't control as a coach. You're in a position to win, and then, you know, people want to start creating this narrative, um, very similar to like Brock Purdy, right? And, and unless you watch his game, you want to call him something that he may not be. And I think that same narrative, you have to go back and really watch these games and understand it. But people, that's that's what we do, right? We we If you don't win, Right, you're a loser. You're yeah. what is wrong with you? Right, <laughs> yes, uh, we got to tag you some way, and it's either great or you, you're trash. You're the first no, loser. Right. right, there's there's nothing in between, especially when we're talking about you know a championship. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. I also he thought, is the least of the 49ers problems. Well, and I thought you going could see, forward. even just going back to that Atlanta Super Bowl, like I do remember the second half of that. They had a huge lead and they just kept passing. Oh, yeah. Kept passing. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They right. were they were running with CM. Like they 
I mean, maybe that maybe that's oversimplifying it, but it looks like he's learned from the past when maybe he I'm sure there's stuff he wanted to do differently. I don't know if I'm Kyle Shanahan. If I look at Sunday and say there's much I want to do differently. There was a lot of weird things that happened to the Niners on top of playing against Andy Reid Mahomes. You know, for me, I will say that they did come out and really try to establish the run. They came out and they did that. You could see it. This was a this was a concerted effort by the 49ers to go out and be the more physical team on both sides of the ball. But you could just see it offensively, too. There was a commitment to running the ball, and it's obvious why. They wanted to put Brock Purdy in a balanced offense. Yeah, of that, course. No doubt about that, right? Right, yeah. You want to do that. I mean, that makes him a better quarterback. He's not He's not Pat Mahomes, right? Um, and so you don't want to put it all on his shoulders, and it just allows him to be a better playmaker, and it opens up their game. And that's just how they play football anyway. Understand to run the ball, zone read, come out with the boot, right? Make things look the same, but they're different. That's just how he coaches overall. Yes. And it just makes anybody that's playing quarterback that we've seen in his system better. I think also, too, the fact they got up 10 nothing in this game. I think uh, there's a lot of people pointing to that as well. You know, he, And you know this, so yeah, yeah. everyone thinks it's always coaching. It's coaching. Right, and, right. Man, for me, it's players. Uh, of course. I, I'm just, it's all, players win games. It's all about executing. And I, I, Kyle Shanahan, in terms of saying that's why the 49ers lost this game, he is so far down here, it's not even funny. I don't, I don't look at the Niners. In, in, there are games, like we talked about the Ravens game in the uh, in the AFC Championship. Like, what did they do? They went away from running, and it didn't really make any sense. They went away from who they were. I don't feel like the Niners went away from who they were. I think they just no, lost a good game. Not at all. And, and I mean, as we talk about, another play pops up. After that punt, um, that was muffed, and and they got it, right? Because we also saw early in, in the game the, the Niners defense make a play after that big bomb they threw uh, down the field with a safety. I don't know. He lost the lights, but I guess that's Kyle Shanahan's fault, too, that they yeah. had a big completion. <laughs> but there was two safeties <laughs> and one just yeah. turned away. Yeah. Luckily, they got a strip on the next play, right, and got the ball back. But then who was responsible for the busted coverage that allowed the receiver to be wide open Right, right after that muff punt, right? Was that is that Kyle Shanahan not preparing the defense appropriately in that moment? No, they they probably worked on stuff. Somebody had a mental bust. I mean, so those things, and again, I think Greenlaw was out at that time, yep. right? Those things are impactful. They have nothing to do with him as a coach because if you want to talk about coaching and culture and and what they do and the consistency, he he is that guy. And I think right now we see him more of an Andy Reid, right? Early in Andy Reid, can't win the big one. Right now, Andy Reid's whole perception of who he is is completely changed. And Kyle, Kyle is, uh, I think he's younger. He may be younger than me. Andy Reid is, what, 70? 65. 65. Okay, 65. 65. Is so, he really? I remember that. Yeah. I, remember I never question you on, on so, information like that. The blessing of being a coach is that you can coach forever. And if you're good at what you're doing, and and as long as Kyle continues to do what he does, he's going to have an opportunity over the next 20-plus years to change the narrative of of who people may think he is, even though he's a good coach, the same way Andy Reid has done as he's transitioned with the Kansas City Chiefs and has won, what, three Super Bowls in six years, right? So that is a great comparison. It really is. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That is a great analogy. Andy Reid and Philly Andy it was Reed like, oh, you can't beat Brady. That's so you're right. Not, yeah. Exactly. Andy Reid, and you know what? He can't win the big one. He's really good during the regular season, yeah, but he's they not. They may wow. have went to like four or five, like NFC championships. They, they when he went was to there. a ton in a right? row. Right. Just could that, never yeah. get 
get over, and then when they got there, they lost. So it's very similar, right? And that's a, the beauty of coaching. You can coach until you're 65, 70, yeah. 80, right? There's a lot of football <laughs> to be played. And then you think Andy Reid in Philly. <laughs> just, yeah. just think about Andy Reid right. in Philadelphia. <laughs> There's something very wrong with that, right? I can tell you this though, Wolf. I think we have debunked your your um, your conspiracy. I don't think Andy Reid is retiring. They're going for three. They're going for three in a row. Well, once again, though, that that was to me. If, if he if he won the game, yeah. he's probably going to come back. If he oh, lost the game, what would have that been? Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Because I think a lot of people thought if he won, he'd be like, "Okay, I'm going to walk off into the sunset." But how can you? Because you're set up to win three in a row. Like you that's are. tough to leave that. And there. no team has ever done that. Right. That's one, crazy. Three in a row. That's see. That's that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now you talk about riding off into a sunset. Three in a row, and then you leave. He's three in a row. Off of that. Oh man! <laughs> walk off in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like right, you guys can finish right. this out. And and you know me, so I I am the grassy knoll. Yeah. I admit that. <laughs> right. I right, am right. always like, hey man, you look at man. Man does nothing but come up with conspiracies, based on audience. Go ahead and do it. Look at it. Human history is loaded with man making plans behind the scenes. Well, I'm going back to this ESPN article real quick. They they do a lot of the like, hey, if they weren't going to win it now, when are they? Because, you know, you had this, you had Brock Purdy on a cheap deal. You have this great deal. I'm looking at what they're going to lose, and you're obviously going to lose some players. Like Chase Young's not signed. Uh, Ken Law's not signed. There's, there's a few. But for the most part, the Niners' core is back, and Brock Purdy is set to make $1 million next year and $1.1 million the year after. Sold. So as long as your quarterback's <laughs> making a million dollars, you can keep your team together. This is his second year. He can't even resign. That's, no, that's, the, that's the sucky stuck. part about it. Man, just locked in, man. Hey, Rook, keep I don't your head up, bro. Oh, man. You'll I'm, be all right. I've never seen a salary this low in yeah. the NFL when I'm looking through these sheets. One point one. Zero zero four two five two million for right. next year, and the guy almost just won and the it's Super not chump change. I, I mean, the good thing is that he does play quarterback, and you your injury risk is lower than any other position uh, just because of the way they protect you. So hopefully he pulls it out. You know, like Kirk Cousins was signing those one year deals. Yeah, he'll get know, paid yeah, eventually. Get, you know, so it, is, it, it it'll happen for him. So thanks a lot, man. This is great. Thank you all season. Love you, yep, bro. I love you too.